Good morning. Today is Saturday, March 2nd. I can't believe I'm even saying that. It's insane to me that it is March already. And um, I'm actually at work this morning. I got here a little early so I could do a few things. Um, how is your Saturday going? I hope it's going great. It's a beautiful day here in Oklahoma. We are going to have 80 degree weather today and I just can't hardly wait. I'm so excited. I'm going to stay outside all day after I get off work and um, just enjoy this pretty weather. I think maybe my husband and I will go to um, a nursery close by and try and find us. A, we've been wanting a maple tree to plant in our backyard. Get it planted because we have some rain moving in at the end of the week. And today I just want to kind of talk to you about... Um, parenting teen parenting so this is something that I'm struggling with I have three teenage boys in my house and I am struggling so one is super independent and already thinks he's old enough to do whatever he wants and um, the other one does what he wants but he's kind of careful about it a little more and then the baby in the family I don't know I don't know he's going through something he, he's going through this if he doesn't get his way he acts like a baby stage and I am just tired of it and so last night, he wanted to stay the night with his cousin, which I was fine with, but he wanted me to drive all the way home and get him clothes because he didn't have any. And I said, no, how about I just bring him to you in the morning on my way to work? Well, he didn't want to do that. So he ended up not staying with his cousin and went straight home, crawled in his bed, clothes on and all, same clothes on, hoodie and everything. And wind like a little baby and fell asleep. Um, and then, so this morning, um, a lot of our family is going to be working at the ball field because we're getting getting it ready for baseball season. And we're all big into baseball. Um, so I got up early and made me a protein waffle and some bacon. And... Made him a protein pancake and some bacon. And I thought, I'm going to wake him up. We're going to enjoy breakfast together. Have some one-on-one -on -one time. Because it was just he and I home. And now, mind you, for 10 years, it was just me and him. Um, So, I thought, this, this will be good. This will be good for he and I. Just some one-on-one -on -one time. And after four times of trying to get him out of bed, he would never get out of bed. Because he's still throwing his little pity party. Um, so I just left him and, but I have to say my feelings are really hurt. Like, how, you other moms out there, how, how are you dealing with this? Like, I know when I get home today, he'll want to go do something or want somebody to come over and I, I don't want him to, I don't want him to know that I want him to know that. It's not okay to act that way and you're not going to get 
to do what you want when you act like a little two-year-old. And you're fixing to be 13. And I just, I don't know. I'm just curious. I'm curious how you guys deal with it. And um, I, someone was talking to me recently about the, um, oh, gentle parenting, I guess is what it's called. Um, and I agree with that somewhat. I mean, we do have an open door policy, but I also agree that you, you pay for your consequences. I mean, or pay for your actions. And I mean, that's how I was raised. You did wrong, you paid for it, you know, and it's not nothing bad. They, you know, lose their Xbox or their cell phone or they don't get to go to their friend's house or, I mean, it's not like, you know, I'm abusing them or anything. It's just, I don't know. I'm struggling with it really bad. This is a really hard season for me, um, parenting wise. He has told my parents multiple times that he doesn't know what he would do without them and it really makes me feel like crap. It makes me feel like I don't it makes me feel like I'm not there for him. Um but I know that I am. But maybe I'm not living up to his expectations of how I should be there for him. I don't know. Um, I'm willing to take suggestions and hear anything that you guys have to say. You can reach out to me at al, A-L, Don, D-A-W-N, Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, at gmail.com. And just tell me what you think or or what you've gone through or... um. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. Parenting is hard, especially in today's world. You know, we didn't have to deal with the stuff that they had to deal with, that they have to deal with now. But at the same time, you can't just let them get by with whatever they think they want to get by with. I mean, you still have to parent. You still have to teach them right from wrong. And I think that's where a lot of parents fail these days. They're not teaching their kids right from wrong. I mean, you know right from wrong. I know right from wrong. And so absolutely, I'm going to teach my kid right from wrong. And, it, and does it hurt? Yes. Like, I can't imagine, or I, I know now how hard it was for my parents. Um... You know, my brother and I are two years apart, so I just, I can't imagine. It was probably hard on them, too, you know, and it's, it's hard in today's world to know 
where we're at or what we're supposed to do or if we're doing the right thing for our kid or um and that's why it's so important to keep god number one in your parenting god number one in your marriage god number one in your job um for a long time i struggled with coming to work because i just didn't feel fulfilled i didn't feel like this was my purpose and i really struggled with it and there's some days I still struggle with it, but it's gotten easier since I turned it over to God and, and tell God on my way to work every day. And even when I get to work, you know, I ask God to remind me why I'm here and to show me the people that need to see him and for those people to seek me out so I can pray for them or you know, so I can say, hey, do you know God? And if not, what can we do to help you get there? Um, And it's scary because I don't know how somebody's going to react to me. But I also don't want to miss that opportunity that God's put in front of me to share him and what God's done for me in my life because I'm scared. I'll never forget the first time I prayed for somebody. I worked for... um a physical therapy place and there was this little old lady and little old man that came in every week and he had been through a lot strokes and um you know went from a very health healthy farmer to running you know running his own farm and everything to he couldn't even hardly walk couldn't even get out of the car hardly without her effort or somebody else's effort to help him get there and so he was coming to get um, physical therapy done. And there was a couple of times he couldn't see her. I worked out front in, in the lobby um, receptionist. And so he couldn't see her where she was at. And there was a couple of times she would just sit out there and cry. Because she watched her strong, strong, hardworking godly husband go from you know working his land working his cattle being the head of the family to he couldn't even hardly walk or get out of the car by himself and she wasn't prepared for that and i mean but who is prepared for that you know and it just broke my heart and so I started kind of getting this like, I don't know if you call it like a heaviness in your chest or um, like a pressure and like my heart would beat fast when I saw her do that. And then one day I realized it was God calling me to get up and go pray for her. And I was like, oh my goodness, absolutely not. Like I am not the person for this and was so scared because... Um, I was barely new in my faith and was scared to death that God was calling me to do this because I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to do it. And um, I still get scared sometimes because I don't want to sound stupid when I'm praying for somebody. But you just got to know. Oh, excuse me had a big yawn you just got to know that God is going to prepare you for it and God's going to give you the right words to say for it just 
follow your heart. Follow what God lays on your heart. And so the next time she came in, I saw her coming and hear that heaviness came and hear that that anxiousness in my heart came. And I was like, okay, God, I, I'm trying to listen to you. So if this is what you want me to do, give me the right words. And so she came in and um, we needed some updated paperwork for her. And as soon as he got back there, here come the tears. And so I got up out of my chair and I walked around and I sat beside her and I said, can I pray for you? And she said, oh, honey, I would love that. And I looked at her with tears in my eyes and I said, I'm new to this. I've never done this. So I'm so sorry if this sounds stupid. I said, but God has laid it on my heart to pray for you because I see how much you hurt. And so I want to do that. And she bowed her head and I bowed my head and I prayed and she hugged me so tight when I was done. And I'll never forget that feeling. And she cried and she just pulled me back and looked at me and she said, I'll never or you'll never know how much I needed that. And I said, well, I'm so glad that it helped. But I was so scared that I would say the wrong things. And I'll never forget, she told me, they're never the wrong things if God lays them on your heart. And that's just something that has stuck with me. <clears throat> and so still to this day, if a complete stranger walks into my work and I can tell that they're struggling before they leave, I make sure and pray for them and not miss that opportunity. <clears throat> and I pray and I hope that each time I pray for someone that they feel the love of God, not me. You see, I struggle with love, real love. <clears throat> there are several people in my life that have made me feel like I'm not worthy because of some choices that I made. And the way they reacted to me. And they weren't horrible choices. They weren't great choices. But it was my choice. And they condemned me for it for a long time. And that's something that I try hard to not let my kids feel. Because as a 40-year-old adult, I still struggle with feeling that way. And that person makes me feel belittled more often than not, still to this day. And I actually started counseling for it about two months ago because I don't know how to deal with it anymore.
And that's why it's hard because I don't. My husband is a strict parenter, parent, strict at parenting. And he doesn't go check on them if he's upset them. He lets them have their time. He has his time and then eventually they're okay. But I do. Because I don't remember what it felt like. That one time that I made a wrong decision. And how long. I was condemned for it. And I don't want them to have to deal with that. Ever. So. I just hope that you guys. Don't ever let someone make you feel that way for a long time. Um, just know that to find your worth in God and not human. And like I said, this was someone really close to me. And it was hard to get over. And it, I still struggle with it to this day. And I'm scared to talk around her sometimes because I'm afraid that she's going to hold something that I say against me. Or something that I do. And. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants. And that. I don't know. You guys know what I'm trying to say. But that's one thing I love about my husband. My husband never makes me feel that way. If I've done wrong. He tells me it's okay and, you know, that God loves me anyway and that, um, you know, I deserve to be loved and uh, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say. And, it, and he's just helped me so much through everything and I'm just so grateful for him. I'm so grateful that God chose me to be his wife and he chose him to be my husband. And we've both been through quite a bit and it's just so wonderful to finally have someone that makes you laugh, you know, on the bad days. And, um, so I've had to start praying for forgiveness towards this person because, I don't know how to deal with it anymore or her anymore. And I don't understand what I need to do to feel accepted by her because I don't and I never have. And so that's what I've started doing is praying for forgiveness. And so um, I'm going to leave you guys with Ephesians 4.32 today. Be kind to one another, tender hearted. Forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. And then Mark eleven twenty five. And whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also who is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. And so those are just really good verses to remember. And I hope you guys have an amazing Saturday. I'm going to get off here so I can get to work and get my day over so I can get out and enjoy this beautiful weather. Um. Let's see. I always like to leave you guys with a song. My one lately has been Chris McClarney. Let's see. Let me look. 
Let's see. Let me look at my playlist. Leave you with a new one today. There's so many good ones. So many good ones, you guys. Let's look. Okay. Um, hmm. let's do scars to your beautiful Elisa Kara, I think is how you pronounce her name. It's a really good song. Scars to your beautiful. You guys have a great Saturday. I hope to reach out to somebody and just, I hope that they, that this just touches them. You guys get out and go find you a church to go to, a home church. It's so much better to be there in person. It makes me feel so much better when I've gone. My week is just so much better. I hope you guys have a great day. Love you all.